Welcome to episode number 305, Back on Track. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated News Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez, and I'm here with Gabe. Guys, if you're new, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure kicking things off i know you love the way i look in the video right now i look like a paper cardboard cutout i was telling gabe that i feel like i look like you guys remember the uh the movie is sandlot um uh when rodriguez is uh dreaming of the big bambino and babe ruth actually walks into his bedroom it's like this effect uh <laughs> It's like legends never die or something. He says something inspirational. Like you're, uh, you're entering from the great beyond. Yes. So that's what it feels like. So uh, um, anyway, so obviously, as you guys can tell, we're working remotely uh, for this show and uh, we will be back at it, I think, in a week or two, uh, just to get things rolling. But don't forget to download and subscribe, please, um, especially for you YouTubers out there checking us out for the first time. We appreciate it. We're trying to build this channel, so every subscription uh, helps. And a like, thumbs up, and, you know, it just gets you the notification when we drop a new episode. So uh, anyway, that being said, back on track. This episode, the crew talks about getting back on track with life. We cover topics that range from routines, vacations, exercising, work, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Jim Rohn and Plato. Guys, if you're new, thank you for listening. Don't forget to download and subscribe. Drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. How to get back into work or study mode after a long break. So, um, we're, we're obviously we're, we're wrapping up the, uh, the summer months here and a lot of the talk is uh, got to get back to the grind. I see people social yeah. media posts saying, uh, you know, uh, you know, now that summer's over, I got to get back into gear, kick into gear, get things, get my life together. I saw someone wrote the other day. Um, uh, so so the thing is, right, and so when we're on these long breaks, your mindset obviously is totally different than when you're hitting it hard, right, and when you're on the grind um, and you have your, your, your daily routines, uh, regimens that you're doing day in and day out. But now, what's fascinating was a, a, um, an article I was reading about, you know, them studying successful people, and I believe it was um, – financially successful like they were multi multi-millionaires i think 12 plus figures um but anyway so one of the things that they uh monitored was their daily habits on or off vacation so meaning whether they're it's a regular work week for them um or if they're you know out of town uh two-week vacation one month vacation whatever it is um and they're not in their normal routine that is their money-making routine 
Um, however, they notice that they're still in a routine for themselves. So they never stop self-help. It's pretty amazing, right? Mm. They still, for the most part, woke up early. Uh, they still did some level of praying or meditation. Uh, they still exercised. Uh, so, so they never really truly stopped any of those things. So it's pretty, pretty impressive when you think about it. I mean, it's definitely something you want to question yourself on when you go on vacation. Uh, just, it's interesting to monitor what you're still doing, right? Like what are some of the routines or things, um, that you're still doing when you're on vacation? It's, it's funny because, um, it, it also depends on what your vacation is and what it looks like. Like some people have, uh, as we talked about in previous episodes, staycations. And so yeah. you're at home. And so you still have maybe familiar equipment or the neighborhood that you jog around. So you're still kind of within the wheelhouse of what you're used to. Yeah, because um, you can't get too far from there. But there is like you go to vacation. It's like you vacate from everything. If you yeah. go to gym every day, you go <laughs> you're like you're just it's. All of it's over. It's like for at least for like at least a couple days or whatever it is. But but it, but stuff like that is good to like at least keep up to some degree. Like so go do a jog or something. Because yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, listen, I think both are appropriate. Um, I think if you really wanted to just stop everything, I, I don't see the true harm in you know like a week's worth of just totally stopping and whatever. Um, the problem is though, like if it's a true habit. You're going to want to wake up and do it. So yeah. you don't want to get into that space where you're actually interfering with your body or your mind and soul is actually wanting you sure. to do. So like if it's a natural thing at that point, if it's such a heavy habit, I, I would recommend just do it. Yeah. Um, even, even if, it, even if, so the vacation and the, the time off or the break doesn't necessarily mean you don't do it at all. Maybe if it's meditation that you do for 20 minutes or you do 50 push-ups that you meditate for yeah. five minutes do five push-ups right so it, it might just be limiting it so that you maintain the hardwired habit right which is um, a lesser version of it sort of called ritual um that you maintain that and but you don't lose it yeah um, yeah yeah and i i think i think this also just kind of goes back into knowing thyself um if you know you're a person that you know you, it, it takes one or two days of you not doing something and you're off the bandwagon, I would highly recommend that you continue to do it. To yeah. vacation. Um, if you know you're disciplined enough to come back and hit it hard, that's a, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think that's for any one person to tell you that's what's right or wrong. I think it's, you have to know yourself. You truly do have to know. All right. And don't kid yourself. Right. And this goes back into a previous episode. We we're talking about accountability. That's something that we're going to talk about here later on. But um, having that accountability partner, that's where these kinds of things come in, uh, come into play. Yeah. Uh, and maybe it's a mental thing. Whereas if like it's a mental exercise. So if you are uh, a person who, who works out in the morning, like physical workout, like maybe like it's a jog, uh, whether it's weight training, uh, cardio, whatever, um, yoga, what have you. Maybe it's doing it, but mentally. So you're running through the exercise. Maybe you are just laying in bed or sitting upright in your bed and you're going through the motions mm. uh, through your mind so that your brain uh, still has that kind of activity going on. Does that make sense? 
So I guess, Gabe, I mean, the question for you is an extended stay, right? Is it, do you find it hard to get back into like, so, so let's just say you're off for a week or two. Um, and, um, you know, we, have, we both have alongside of all the other stuff we do, we still have a nine to five job. Right. Yeah. Um, and so you get back into the swing of things. Uh, what, I mean, I, I would consider, uh, let's just say Monday, you start back Monday. What does that look like for you? Like typically without, you know, buttering anything up is it easy for you to jump right back in do you think like the time off allowed you to rest and you're ready to get back at it or is it just a mixture of things you're just kind of like oh boy i gotta get back into the it is a variation of a bunch of those things because like even because like no matter what i always leave my alarm on like i don't turn them off like i don't ever like permanently like oh i'm off for a few days and my arms are turned off so no matter what even no matter weekend or I, I don't have the weekend ones but it was like even during the week if i'm off for a few days there those are always on so i have to snooze them or just cut them off whatever when they go off but i always keep them on so that yeah. at, least, at least keeps that routine going yeah it's hard to get up and get out of bed sometimes but other than that like at least the routine of waking up at a certain point is always still there no matter what so that, that helps a little bit i mean yeah you're dreading you know oh being able to instead of Oh, sit, turn off your line and just rolling around the bed for a while, but or as opposed to getting up, getting ready and going to, you know, going to work or driving to work, whatever. I, of course, that's that becomes a little more dreadful, quote unquote. But I mean, other than that, no, I mean, I I at least keep the somewhat routine of at least staying up at the same time in the morning and all stuff, too. And it's like, you know, even that keeps you kind of going to bed at the same time, too, because if you're still getting up relatively early, you're not going to stay up mad late. So that doesn't like totally mess with like your sleep schedule just per se yeah. but i mean yeah but but the other part too is like if you if you know you have stuff to do and like you're off work for a few days and it's like what am i walking back into in terms of actual <laughs> like the build-up of work it's like is the other part of it so yeah i know absolutely um what do you think you know work aside uh let's talk about maybe fitness or uh, something else that needs a routine thing. What's the hardest back, the uh, hardest part about getting back on track for you? See, because I am kind of like that type of person that like, oh, you let it go for a couple of days, and then it's like, do I really want to keep doing this? Like first thing in the morning, because yeah. it's been a while, but I they used to do, like, I'll get up an hour earlier than I used to like for for work, whatever. And I was like, oh, I was to go do cardio, do whatever. And it's like I did it good for a while, and then all of a sudden it's like you sleep in a couple of times, and it's like you do it, and then like it comes like it becomes more of like a not a roller coaster, or whatever. So it's like I have to, I would be one of the people that has to keep just kind of like doing something, otherwise yeah. like it's gonna be a complete fall off after a while. It's like oh, then I really have to talk myself into doing something after a while, because I mean, because <laughs> you're pushing yourself earlier than you're doing something out of the ordinary for a while, but it's like it. It's hard to keep it up. I don't know if that makes any sense, but yeah, no, absolutely. It's, the, it's yeah, it's maintaining it. So sometimes we can, you know, psych ourselves up to to take on something because you're met with a decision of change. Like you're fed up with yourself for something, yeah. right? Like, you know what? I need to change, and there's a there's uh, uh, there's a little bit of uh, motivation uh, that's inserted there, right? 
and then uh, and so you're you're kind of going off of this initial rush yeah. of uh, that decision, and then after a week or so, you're like, oh my gosh, I mean, was it really that bad before? <laughs> sure. So, and then so you hit the crossroads of what's going to be more painful: the thought of you know the future me looking back in disappointment maybe that I didn't start sooner or I didn't maintain uh, this good habit or the pain of getting up every morning. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's, you're left with that decision not to be so hardcore, but that is the core of it. Right. Yeah. Um, that truly is, but that, that's, that's beyond that's, that's just beyond the physical uh, aspect of things too, man. That's a lot. I would say 90% of this is mental. Yeah. 100%. Uh, 90% of this is, is gathering your thoughts to all agree in unison. And we're doing this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it really is. It's a war between the six inches uh, between your, your, your ears. And it's, it's just the back and forth, the back and forth. And I heard uh, a very intelligent suggestion from a, uh, a gentleman I used to bounce ideas from, and he said, "You get up early enough, or when you get up early enough to 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 set yourself up for success, meaning get up early enough for you to actually do the good habit you're wanting to do. So if it's meditation and you want to meditate for ten minutes, then get up in enough time to give you that ten minutes. Don't give yourself five minutes to meditate, and then you're rushing through it. And you sure. So, and then he also said." When you wake, so whether it's naturally or through alarm um, or something else, when you wake up, just get up and hit it because the point of that is just doing it fast enough or making that decision fast enough before your mind figures out what the heck you're doing you're and exactly. talks you out of uh, what you're trying to accomplish because, boy, does that happen fast or, man, especially in a winter. That bed is so warm yeah. and you're so cozy and you know it's cold out, right? And uh, again, we live in Pennsylvania, so we get all the elements. And uh, man, I'll tell you what, it's, 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 it's extremely hard. Uh, it's hard to do. Uh, but yeah, maintaining the good habit is just as hard as starting it, right? Um, because you can, the, the cool thing though about once you get started, it's a, it's a wonderful thing called uh, uh, momentum. Yeah. Because once you have momentum, right, and on top of momentum, maybe tracking your progress, once you start having that traction, it's almost like you don't want to mess it up, exactly. right? Have you ever yep. been there where it's like, oh my gosh, I've been, you know, I've been going for, you know, whatever, 45 days straight. I want to make it to 50 at least, right? And it's like, you, there's something about it that you don't want to mess up the, your track record or the mojo, the, motive, the, 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 the momentum that you have. And even part of that too is like it kind of, it, it cycles into other parts too because like, oh, you're working out more. Like, oh, you don't want to eat terrible that day either because it kind of messes up what you did early in the day. So it's like you kind of like, it kind of keeps multiple points accountable at that point too. Yeah, and you know what? You got to go long enough for you to start seeing some kind of result. Exactly. Right? And that's the other thing. It's like, especially... And I, and I know we're talking about the physical things, just yeah. much more easier to explain. Yeah, and easy, easy to quantify. For the yeah, to quantify for the explanation purposes. Um, 
once you start seeing results, or let's just say you're trying to lose weight, once you start losing one, two, two, three, four, five pounds, it that creates something, right? That there's like a little fire there that you're like, oh snap! I, let, let, let's keep this it's, going. I like where this is going. Oh, it's actually and happening. Goal was you know 15, 20 pounds, whatever. Um, and so you don't want to mess it up. So the progress is something to take note of and and it's and it's truly uh what i was talking about before is having that accountability like if i'm only accountable to myself and i never told anyone it's probably depending on the person there's some people who can do that yeah. but there's a good majority of people who need to go beyond the uh, go going beyond holding themselves accountable it's sure. holding yourself accountable is one thing but then maybe having, you know, checking in with somebody or at least yeah. shooting some text like, hey, I lost another pound this yeah. week, okay. whatever. Even if it's something that basic, because then they're going to ask you, you know, the following yeah. week, how's, how are things going? Exactly. It's not necessarily having a coach screaming on the side of your head as you just wake up. Wake up! Yeah. I'm not talking about that. And if that's what you need, fantastic, go for it. But what I'm saying is um, you got it. Again, know thyself. You gotta know yourself. What what will get you going? You know, you know, right? Because you're the same person that's gonna give yourself the excuse to not go. Uh, sure. it's a little different. <laughs> uh, I feel a little under the weather. Uh, and I gotta be honest with you, man. When I was really in it, when I was really in it with working out, things like that, there was no excuse I would accept for myself. Yeah. I mean. I had to be extremely sick for me to not do any physical activity. Now, I wouldn't go to the gym to, you know, um, to, to, you know, spread anything, sure. but I would definitely still be like in my room doing push-ups or sit-ups. Yeah. I would do something. And so to totally stop, um, it, it was, it, it's something else, man. Because I'm telling you, once you have that momentum, there's, you know, there's something about it. You don't want to stop. Um, and it, what, yeah, and to your point, like when you start vocalizing, and then like, yeah, other people start inadvertently keeping you accountable. So, I think the hardest part uh, when it comes to like staying in your regimen is vacations, because vacations provides a very artificial reality to what your day to day looks like, right? Sure. Especially if you're going to somewhere that's you know out of town or out of state or out of country an island where you don't live in it when you live let's just say like in an inner city and so you're you're presented with this artificial like it's reality but it's not reality if that makes yeah. sense like it's not the real life. it's not this the normal on a regular basis right exactly it's not the normal so life you're removed you're you're actually removed from your situation and so i think that's the hardest part is because you're so drawn to the beach or you're so drawn to the mountains or or the lake or whatever the location is that that gives you that energy or that almost healing factor and provides this renewal uh energy surrounding your aura that is rejuvenating i guess to some extent and that's the whole purpose of it right that draw factor when it's drawing so when you're driving home and you still feel that draw factor, that's what I'm talking about. Almost like it's almost like you're driving and you're like you feel not remorseful, but you feel kind of like sad or disappointed. Like oh my yeah. gosh, 
the finality of that it's this is over right because it was so much fun yeah right? no absolutely because typically vacations are injected with fun for the most part right and so but again it's a false reality yeah. you're doing it because you earned it you deserve it whatever and you paid for it and you want to enjoy it and make the most of it the, the fantastic part is it's a great reset but the yes. hard about coming off of the vacation is going back to your the, your regular day-to-day reality because um, you're caught between of uh, you're caught between the oh i really enjoyed this i wish i could do it longer and yeah getting yes. back to the normal routine which like you said it's 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 fake life because you did it every day then it will be your normal life and doing something else would be would be the the fake life absolutely um all right, so I, I've listed a couple ways to for folks to get back on track that hopefully uh, they can find helpful um, when it comes to routines, coming off a of vacation, um, exercising, getting back to work, all these things. Um, and the first one um, is actually preparing the mind. So preparing your thought process, preparing how you think, preparing your approach mentally, mentally. Mm. A lot of times we're just talking about this. Like, actually, I just picked Goose up, uh, my brother Miguel, from the uh, airport. Uh, he came from Myrtle Beach, um, and we got home, like, around 10 o'clock, right? And I believe he had, you know, he had work the next day. And so that's a lot because you're going to get a little bit of jet lag. Yeah. It's already late. I think his um, plane or his flight was delayed an hour, so there's the, the, the added stress. Sure. You know? And then landing is one thing. And then getting your luggage, the right luggage is another. Sure. And finding the right area that you're supposed to be standing so your ride picks you up in the correct area and you don't get lost or stranded, right? Um, so there's all the stressors that are added post-vacation or post-relaxation, yeah. right? And then you get home at 10 o'clock at night uh, to unpack, unwind, uh, maybe take a shower, uh, maybe snack on something. I'm not really sure. Maybe you want to, you know, wind down by watching, you know, uh, a favorite TV show, or whatever. But it's like the next morning, you got the grind is there and it's yeah. waiting. You know what I'm saying? And so I think preparing the mind in those moments is probably the best thing that you can do. Um, and it should probably happen the whole day of your return, right? Yeah. And so it doesn't have to be hardcore. But it should increase as the day goes on. And so you're kind of thinking like, all right, yes, tomorrow I got this meeting. I got this to yeah. conduct. I got X, Y, and Z tasks. I got to make sure I get done. And you just kind of running through it. Not so it takes over your day that you're still off or ruins your day because it's going to add stress. That's not the point. That's the reason why you want to prepare your mind so you're not doing that. And so you're kind of just like fluffing the pillow, so to speak so that you can rest fully and that you're not having these nightmares or these, you know, yeah. uh, tremors waking up in the middle of the night, you know, in a, in a, in a total panic on, on what you need to accomplish next day. You're like, um, yeah. oh man, I gotta go back to work and you like wake up three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, no, for sure. That, and that happens. Um, yeah. The other thing is uh, cleaning and organizing your space. Yeah. And so the importance of this is to really, truly, once you get your mind right, just talked about and the space right right you're organizing that you're setting yourself up for success right so 
the exterior world is a reflection of your interior. And so if you see clutter, a mess, disorganization, um, that's how you're going to feel. You're going to internalize that. And in turn, that's how you're going to act. You're going to be disorganized. You're going to be disoriented. You're going to be a hot mess. Um, and so a, a clean area and an organized area is uh, probably best practice, I, I would consider. And I guess that's where, like, I guess the suggestion last time of like, especially the vacation part of it was like that, trying to have that extra day if you're able to, because that gives you all this time to actually really prepare and really, yes. like I said, and really get, like I said, unpack whatever you did before and then really organize your space for, you know, that you know you have to get back in your normal routine at that point that you really like meant to prepare and get everything organized and stuff to, to get back in the swing of things properly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other one is planning your day, your uh, week or your month. So you prepared your mind, you set the tone in your area, it's organized and clean, and now you're planning that week so that you, you shouldn't go into it with a, a billion unknowns, right? Like, I don't, I would, I don't want to go in not knowing what my schedule is like. My, my no. calendar is so booked that I have to prepare day, days uh, in advance so that I'm ready for those meetings, so I'm productive in these meetings. So I'm efficient and effective in these meetings. And so planning the day out, I'm saying day, cause maybe you just want to take it one day at a time yeah. um, and, and just, you know, absorb the hit, so to speak that way. Some people want to plan out the whole week. Basically my whole month is already planned out for the most part for pillar meetings and pillar uh, uh, tasks that I have to complete no matter what. And then it's broken down to uh, the weekly ones uh, that I that are 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 uh, kind of set in the calendar, and then you have your daily tasks and things that kind of um, can adjust as you go uh, as you go along in your day. You know, maybe a last minute meeting gets booked, or uh, one a conversation in a hallway can lead to a follow up meeting. You know, uh, those kinds of things. But actually, organizing and planning your day, uh, your week, and your month is going to help you uh, come back um, from, from this break and, and, and allow you to be back on track in an effective and efficient way. The other thing is being rested, being rested. So I would hope that there's an entertainment value of vacation, of course, right? Yeah. Obviously. There's the, you need, you know, uh, there's the relaxation part of a vacation. Sometimes vacation is not any of that. Um, uh, sometimes it, it, it can be, you know, very stressful depending on the situation. But or you want to take the most advantage of it by like jam packing everything, you know, all right. kinds of events and activities and stuff in there, especially right. if it's like family and stuff. So you want to like get the most out of it. Yes, yes. Um, but anyway, in saying that, try your best to actually relax and get yeah. some release of those tensions uh let's just say while you're on vacation um and so that when you come back you come back rested yeah you come back ready to go um and and that goes beyond just physical i'm also speaking uh mental and emotional um get back well rested as we start we talked about previously another good tip is to start early right and or at least on time you don't want to start your week off late, 
rushing, you know, scatterbrained, <laughs> disheveled, walking into work, you yeah. know, uh, or your job or, or whatever you're doing, uh, just all discombobulated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's just not a good way to start because let's be honest, it's, it's well known, it's well studied. The way you start your day or week or whatever is an indicator how it could go, a very yeah. strong one. Now, yeah. we have the ability to change that, of course. So if I stub my toe in the morning, I don't allow it to ruin my morning or take over my thoughts in a negative way. Sure. Um, we're in control. Uh, but to, to avoid that or set yourself up, come in well-rested, right? Come in on time and come in or even better, come in early. So the approach is already starting uh, in a positive way. Um, carve out some alone time. And I, I think that just means on some reflective basis. So sometimes in the planning section of all of this, uh, we think we have it all figured out, but then life happens, right? And yeah. so something may pop up unexpectedly. Uh, so you want to give your time alone, your alone time, maybe to restructure your day or maybe restructure your thought process, or maybe you didn't start on the right foot. Maybe you did start late and maybe you are disheveled and discombobulated. Right. And uh, you want to, you want to pause, give yourself a break, take a couple deep breaths and reevaluate how you're going to finish the day. Because as they say, it doesn't matter how you started matters, how you finish. Right. Yep. And that goes back to what I was saying before. Maybe you did start off, um, kind of on, you know, a quarter inch off, but you want to get back on track, uh, you, you, to do that. Maybe it's, it's reanalyzing the situation and it's giving yourself a break, taking time for yourself and, and reevaluating what's going on. Another thing is starting small. And I'm going to combine this with prioritizing your time and your tasks. And then I'm adding on starting small. So when you're scheduling out your week, uh, to the best of your capacity, make sure it's prioritized in the right way, right? And so if a task doesn't need to be completed, right? Because I was talking about, you know, start small, but if a small task does not need to be completed till the end of the year, yeah. it's probably not beneficial. That's where you go. Uh, yes, I'm saying start small, but start small in a very strategic way. So evaluate what needs to be done. Start small. Let's just say what needs to be done now or this week or this day. And then find it, find, find the smallest task that is easily accomplished uh, with the smallest amount of effort, but will make a difference and it needs to get done. The reason for this is that it's going to give you confidence. Um, and once you get confidence, you get to tackle another task. And once you tackle, uh, once you string along a couple completed tasks, you're going to get what I mentioned earlier, a little thing called momentum. And yeah. once you get that momentum, you're you're going to want to rock out, and that's how you start to crush it. Um, and then you space out the 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 uh, you know the space in between with who and what you want to do, and reevaluating and make sure my approach is correct. Listen, I could plan all I want, but like I said, God has other plans. He might that th all my plans might get totally derailed. So it's very important to sit back and uh, reanalyze these things. And again, start small prioritize tasks, emails, right? Sometimes when we come back from vacations, right, Gabe? Come yeah, back from vacations. 400 come, emails. 
Well, you know that there's certain emails that are coming across. They're just really FYIs, right? They're just, just sure. blah, 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 blah. They're like an awareness email almost. Yeah. It's, and I say that in, uh, I, I feel like there, there's, there's meaning and there's, there's use for them. However, you don't have to directly respond to them, right? Maybe, maybe it's almost like a news flash, like, hey, yeah. this Friday, we're having soup in the cafeteria, right? And email, <laughs> sure. you don't need to reply to that, so yeah. you don't need to necessarily open it right away, right? And, you know, forget the food example. It, it could be yeah. anything that well, yeah, no, exactly. So obviously, it's different for everyone. So because if you're if you're the chef, uh, obviously that's something you're gonna want to know what you're making yeah. for that. You know, okay. Sure. But um, so yeah, so I, I would say when when you're looking at these things, emails is a funny thing because that can become overwhelming because sometimes you'll be sitting, uh, you know, you know, in your home drinking your coffee or whatever your morning routine is, and you know. You know, let me just check out a couple emails or the emails already flying in. Right. Uh, one of the mistakes I've done is I've seen an email. I knew it was going to be, you know, an extremely not maybe not extremely, but a, an important one that was addressed maybe to me. Um, and you know, I read it before I even get into work. Right. And before yeah. I can get into work, I'm already now coming up with all these scenarios on how this email is going to pan out and how I'm going to respond and, you know, it might shift my mood, right? And now my energy is not pointing in the direction I want it to, all because I read an email at the wrong time. Before, I yeah. Knew, I, knew I was going to get addressed. It's going to be read first thing in the morning when I arrive at work. Not now mess up my entire morning routine of, because I have a commute of nearly an hour. And so if I'm starting off wrong in that sense, now all the negative stuff start building up in my head and all this stuff's made up again. In my own mind, some of it could be true, but it's not the reality just yet. And so you have to be mindful. Again, going back to the original point, know thyself. Know how you operate. You have to know that. Um, uh, yeah, if you're going to be strung out over something you shouldn't read at the moment, then yeah, it's time, like you're going to do it. You're going to do the same thing anyway. Once you get to work, you're going to address it. You can't, you can't stop there in the middle of the road and start trying to reply to an email. Yes. Um, Going back to what I was saying earlier, uh, when it was like, give yourself some time, part of that is evaluate what's not working and eliminate those habits. So you want to cut out the fat, right? If you're trying to be effective and efficient, right? You want to you evaluate what's not working and cut that out and then replace it with something that could be working or will work uh, in your favor uh, to accomplish what you're trying to do. Um, the other thing is surround yourself with supportive people. Uh, now I'm not saying you have to start this whole, you know, motivational group of people of cheerleaders that are going to cheer your every move. Um, listen, that's just not the reality. You want supportive people, uh, but you don't want, uh, you don't want the fake support where they're not helping you. Uh, in the right direction. I mean, you could, the people are going to be cheering you on and you could be going the wrong direction, you know, straight downhill, the wrong way. Uh, the finish line is over here and you're going that way and they're, yay, great job. Keep going. You know, well, yeah, once yeah. you don't want people to yes you to death, so. but in the right direction. Sure. Uh, because 
there's some negative support out there. Maybe there's some people who probably don't want to see you succeed as bad as you want uh, to succeed, or maybe you think that they want you to succeed. So yeah. um, people's um, you know intentions may not be what you think that they are. With that being said, be mindful of that. Uh, protect your dream, right? Protect your thought process. Stay away from the negativity, um, and, and surround yourself with some people who are going to be supportive. Um, I, I think all all of these things are are all leading to what I had said earlier about an accountability partner. Um, when you're choosing this accountability partner, now it could be your significant other, it could be your spouse, it could be your best friend, it could be you know. Uh, a friend at work, coworker, whatever, but your accountability partner should understand what your goal is mm. and should have that kind of healthy intentions for you. Meaning you want them to have their, the, the, your best interest. Right. And so uh, going back to what I was previously saying, make sure you don't have a hater, uh, uh, you know, encouraging you. Sure. <laughs> nothing but evil and failure upon you and your soul yeah <laughs> uh, there's the soul suckers they're out there man um and they're the dream takers and so uh you want to chase the dream with somebody who's going to be supportive who's going to be who can help hold you accountable again i'm not talking about drill sergeant level but if that's what you need fantastic and that's what you can you know have the ability to absorb and perform awesome uh but these are the things that you want to consider for sure um, one of the things is getting back on track, getting your kids or maybe other people back on track to support you. Right. And so one of the things that I was thinking about lately was getting back on track, uh, and, you know, for, for the school year and, and helping my son, you know, maybe my kids have that mentality and maybe share with them, uh, you know, some of the errors that I made. I know one of the biggest ones that my mom had with us growing up was, our curfew and uh, the time we went to bed at, yeah. at night during the summer, those hours are kind of loosely kept. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, but once the school school um, year starts, you kind of want to get back into a routine where you're getting that healthy um, eight plus hours or whatever you, you need for yeah. your body um, on a on a regular basis at, at a similar time i should say so if you're going to bed so if my kids are going to bed at eight o'clock right every single night um and then summer hits and they're not going to bed till 10 o'clock every single night there's a big difference right and so to prepare your kids coming off of that summer uh mentality is two weeks before or a week before have them kind of get back on the get back on that you know get back on that grind and then also have you started uh, doing that or yeah, yeah, we, we have. Um, and then the other thing is is uh, like reading and, and, and getting like if, if you kind of fell off during the summer with reading or studying or math or anything, maybe you didn't have a tutor, or didn't have summer school or anything like that. You want to get back into the routine of doing something, an assignment. And likely sure. the easiest one is uh, reading just because it's books and things like that are easier articles or more easily accessible. And maybe just jotting down a few things that you learned. Nothing, you know, hardcore, but it gets it gets you going. But I, I assume that was kind of part of like the summer reading assignment stuff that they used to yes. somewhat give us. Yeah, because, you know, you go nine months or so of learning, learning, learning. You're not retaining everything. 
anything, right? Yeah. No, just not. Um, and then you go three months of vacation. So you imagine what's being lost during that time. And so it's more of a, I, I believe it's more of a retention strategy than anything else. It's like, even if you can maintain what you learn, you're going to be ahead of the curve, right? Because yeah. a lot of people don't do that. And so if you're trying to be top tier, uh, yeah, the strategy is to, you know, kind of continue those things. There's programs all over. Uh, there's ones that you pay for, ones that are funded, yeah. uh, whatever. But just even if it's easy math, or easy reading, yeah. um, it's probably not meant to hardcore challenge you. I'm sure it's there to challenge you a little bit, but yeah. um, you need the rest. And so I would suggest having that rest. But I also would suggest not have you know something so much that you fell into the slumber of holy crap, I forgot everything I did the previous year. You have no momentum or nothing right. to build of like mental atrophy yeah i mean I, i've done it i remember doing absolutely nothing one summer like elementary school or whatever yeah. junior high or something and coming back I, I remember it was just everything felt foreign and it took me and obviously i, I, gained, I regained all my momentum back and just oh my gosh i had to get back in the swing of things sure. but i got smacked over the head with it okay <laughs> totally was way out of routine i was way out of my you know uh, you know, what I did on a, on a regular basis when, during the school year that, you know, I, I felt like I got bopped upside the head when the school season, uh, school started because it was like, oh my gosh, so much, so much. Yeah. And so it's a good way to enter um, because it's not going to be so abrupt, I guess. The stop or the demand, the mind energy uh, won't be, won't, won't feel as harsh. Um. I guess for the final question, what do you recommend someone not do to get back into the swing of things? And so um, I think the biggest thing for me, my biggest recommendation, which I played mind games or tricks in my head and, and came down on myself for it, is I, I became overwhelmed with what I did not accomplish. Right? Sure. Because I was on break, I stopped accomplishing things. I stopped doing certain things. So certain things were not getting done. And then I came back, overwhelmed myself for what was not done. Oh, you like, I oh, you had all these plans for like, oh, if it was like a summer break or something like, oh, yeah. I'm supposed to do this, this, this. And like, maybe you got a fraction of it done, but it's like, it's, you're, you're, yeah, you're upset at yourself for not doing everything you quote unquote set out to do. Yeah. Go back to the recommendations uh, we gave on how to get back into the swing of things, but more importantly, avoid overwhelming yourself or, or, I guess, or, like, or i guess like over criticizing on like what over criticizing yourself exactly perfect um any final things you'd like to add here gabe I think we've no. it all. yeah because i mean it's, it's perfect like exactly what you said like to to not get back to things kind of what you said like don't just go hardcore like all thing and then like oh i have to start you know school again whatever it is or i have to go back to work tomorrow in a few hours it's like it doesn't make sense you you should ease back in you should you should like at least mellow out for at least a little while ahead of time so you just you're not bamboozled by the the, the sheer brunt of like i have to go back to a routine immediately love it all right we'd like to wrap things up with quotes and the first one is by jim Rohn: learn to be thankful for what you already have while you pursue all that you want and the second one is by plato 
Good actions give strength to ourselves and inspire good actions in others. Back on track. In this episode, the crew talks about getting back on track with life in general. We cover topics that range from routine, vacations, exercising, work, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Jim Rohn and Plato. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>